I'm Richie Suave Flores. And I'm Corey Crenshaw. And we're back. This is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Fitzgerald, he scores! And the Cardinals win an amazing game. Mikael Bucker with a chance, he walks in, he scores! Mikael Bucker for the second straight game is the hero. Uh, we're back, everybody. Hello, Sporty Nation. It's been a very, very, very long time. Uh, approximately half a year, six months. We've been on sabbatical, Corey, but we're back now. Yes, it feels very nice to be back, and we have some exciting things coming up. Can't wait to tell everyone. We've been you know, tinkering with some things behind the scenes, and that's part of the reason why we've been so busy, but we're really excited to bring you some amazing new sportiness and uh, some really exciting news that I think you all will like quite a bit. Yeah, we. Uh, I feel bad to the, uh, that we've been gone for so long. I do too. Uh, it's the, we've been, the Sporty Nation has been clamoring for us to come back for the last six months. Clamoring. I like that word, mm-hmm. clamoring. Yeah, I, I'm sure that Sporty Nation has been clamoring for us to come back and... <laughs> uh, I like me use that word more often, mm-hmm. clamoring. Um, but I think in the long run, they're going to understand, you know, p- part of the reason why we had to take our little bit of a sabbatical mm-hmm. and they're going to like where it's going. Sporting the sporting nation will be growing. We will be getting more and more sporty nationness out there. We're just gonna be <laughs> We're taking over, and we're just really excited to become bigger and better. I'm just going to leave it there because I feel like I'm going to be giving away too much. Yeah, we'll get to the we'll get to the big announcement coming up in a, in a few minutes. But uh, well, you know, the last time we did an episode was like I think it was January, right? And we were talking about the chances the Coyotes were going to make the playoffs or not. Which, by the way, both of us were 100 correct in, in saying that they were not going to make it. We were all, I think, yeah, so we talked to Coyotes, and then we were also talking about our excitement for, like, upcoming movies and stuff like that for this year. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, that, that, that all took a, a dangerous <laughs> turn for every single bit of that, actually. The Coyotes didn't make it to the playoffs. We predicted that, but we were very much hoping. I mm-hmm. think it was closer than we thought it was going to be. I was not very happy when uh, – they lost to the Kings, and it basically sealed the deal. Couldn't be anyone but the Kings, of course. But that's my own prejudice, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> against the Kings, and my own anger. But, um, I mean, that was rough. And then I, I'm i sure when we were talking about it, the number one movie we were excited for was Endgame. And Endgame tore my soul apart. And I really, like, I'm still having a hard time dealing with it so i almost don't really want to talk about it oh yeah i'm even i even i cried some tears while i was watching endgame i have you know i haven't seen it since i've only seen it one time yeah i i actually refuse to watch it again i just i can't do that and my heart can't put up with it 
and it's literally my two favorite characters. And then I, it was worse because I went into my garage and the only two characters <laughs> I have hanging up in my garage and they're the old, they're like metal um, posters of the old school comics of um, Iron Man and Black Widow. <laughs> and so spoiler, spoiler coming up here in case you haven't. It's already made high. two trillion dollars. Yeah, I don't know how you can have not have yeah. seen it. But, um, I mean, the two people that I cared about the most died. So, uh, that's great. Just fantastic. I feel like that's been the epitome of my year. Yeah, that's why we've been gone so long. We've been in mourning. We've been in mourning. We've been in mourning over the Coyotes missing the playoffs. And in mourning over Avengers Endgame. Um, so that's why we've been gone for so long. That's the explanation. Yeah, we, we there you go. That's... <laughs> That, that's maybe <laughs> one one thousandth of why we were gone. But yeah, I was in strong mourning. Uh, we were also in mourning over the end of Game of Thrones, too. Oh, yeah, end of Game of Thrones. Oh, well, that was more irritating because of the fact that my favorite character in that show yeah. went crazy. <laughs> so I, I really think that I need to stay away from anything that has to do with television or movies. Because then, you know, we've got Arrow and Felicity is no longer on Arrow. Mm -hmm. um, I used to watch the show Shadowhunters. I really loved that show. That show ended. Mm -hmm. And it ended in a very, like, sad but kind of good way. I, but they left it open. Um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of at the point where my uh, – I'm just – I'm done with shows and uh, <laughs> movies and – Anything that has to do with any anything that I could get attached to on a screen because I'm I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> I can't take it. I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. I mean, and then we've got the last was it the the last Star Wars that's coming up? Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm not nope. You know what? I need I need to take a nice long vacation. Yes. The only problem is part of my vacation is going to ComCon. It's just going to bring all the stuff right <laughs> back up. <laughs> all right back up i can't i do want a giant iron man hand though that has a oh you want the infinity gauntlet one yes yes mm -hmm. yes so it's like a hundred bucks and i'm not on the level of a bar stool so i don't get one like sent to me <laughs> but um i i would really like one of those so if you know Anybody out there wants to send me a uh, Infinity Gauntlet um, Iron Man edition one, just so I can wear it and say I am Iron Man. Yeah, you can save up for it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll pitch in like five bucks. Mm, thank you. That that <laughs> knocks the hundred down to ninety five very nicely. All right. Well, we have plenty to talk about on this episode. As I take a swig. Um, by the way, behind the scenes. Um, I haven't had caffeine prior to our recording on a Sunday afternoon. Um, so I told Corey, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm starting to feel not having any caffeine. I really want some coffee or something. And Corey was nice enough to whip me up a nice uh, iced coffee. And it's delicious. Thank you. So thank you. Thank, thank you for that. It was complete ingenuity. There's a lot of uh, – I, I just ran out of creamer. So it was my own – concoction to replace french vanilla creamer and it it's probably not 
you know, as good, but it's somewhere close. I think it's delicious. Thank and you. it, and it uh, the caffeine will start to hit me momentarily. So my energy level will go up. Like, like right now I'm like, I'm like at a six and like, usually, you know, I'm at a 12. Yeah. Like, well, that's on a, a consistent that's, basis. Uh, yeah. There's a different Richie scale for <laughs> um, <laughs> excitement, which is great as being one of his friends. He's very excited for things. So whenever anything good happens, he's like extra excited. <laughs> so you just feel really great because he's on a whole nother level. But he, so his excitement and his ability to just literally run everywhere he goes is genuinely one of my favorite things in the world because it just, I mean, even his watch says that he's exercising like all day. So it's, it's pretty great. I mean, there's a whole nother scale. Like yours is between 10 and 20, like all the time. (laughs) And it's usually like, and I'm going to be very impressed if you get the same amount of like caffeine jolt as you get from your Dutch bros or your constant Mountain Dew fetish. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but yeah, by about the halfway point of the show, you'll, my excitement level will be, I'll be bouncing off the walls. (laughs) I'm sure everyone is looking forward to it. They've all missed it. You're like everyone's (laughs) cup of coffee, Richie. Thank you. They need to listen to you. It's a great way to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should tell that to the, to the freak people who listen to the freaks too. Well, they can't enjoy you until one o'clock. <laughs> the, anyone can enjoy you on our podcast mm-hmm. here at any time of the day they that they desire. So exactly. I, so I can rant about AirPods. Yeah. Let's not go into that yeah. again. I will tell you all that I feel personally victimized by Richie and his choice of topics <laughs> on Kenny and Crash because of the fact that he had to do a, a rant about AirPods being douchey. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't... Here in Arizona, we now all are not allowed to talk on our phones in our hands. Mm-hmm. It keeps me from getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're finding anyone just yet, but they're still pulling them over and like talking to them. So I keeps me from getting pulled over. It allows me to walk around and listen to the freaks while I'm working. Mm, thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's a so, good reason. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I can pull that up. So while I'm sitting there at my computer, I can listen to the freaks. So <laughs> I'm sorry. The way that I am able to listen to the show, mm, mm, we'll, we'll, we'll save that matter. <laughs> and then... It also is very small and I can just put it like underneath my hair. So if there's someone that's talking to me that I really don't want to listen to, or it's also really great when I'm at the gym. Mm. Yeah. I saw, I saw like five people wearing AirPods at the gym earlier. And uh, every time one of them walked by, I, I uh, immediately thought, oh, douche. Although I will, I will say that the lone exception to wearing them is at the gym. Like that's the one place where you can still, it's a little douchey, but it's still, I understand. I had like, there's so many practicalities to it though. Like I have this weird, like. We promise we're going to get to sports in a a bit. Yes. This is, this will be my last little, little rant. But like, so (laughs) I have 
like a weird like social anxiety about being in like grocery stores and Costco and stuff like people with carts trying to push their way around things gives me hardcore anxiety because I just I no one pays attention to where their carts are and they're I feel like I'm gonna get ran over like every two seconds so I was thinking to myself you know would be really smart is to put on like a podcast or music or something put in an airpod and then I can walk around like listening to whatever it is Scotty and I even thought like when we go to like Costco we should like listen to a podcast like we can each have an airpod Uh and then we can walk around and listen to that instead of people yelling at each other because they opened some uh orange container with switching out oranges (laughs) you know i am i'm not built to be the typical adult life where i have to hear people complain about those sort of things and tell people that they're doing something incorrectly and yell (laughs) at people in public it's not my thing so that is a practical use in every day-to-day life outside of the gym i have so many of these people i could keep going why was i why wasn't i on kenny and crash (laughs) to be the rebuttal to your argument that's all i gotta say uh well you could have called into the show i i should have you should have all right um should we get to sports now yes important stuff like the draft just happened so we should probably get into that yeah so, NHL draft on Friday and Saturday, the Coyotes originally had the 14th pick, but John Chica, being John Chica, decided that, hey, uh, I'm going to make another trade. And he traded up to 11th, gave up the Coyotes' second round pick to move up three spots. And with that 11th pick, the Coyotes drafted. Cole Caulfield, right? They drafted Cole Caulfield with that 11th overall pick because he, he was still on the board and the Coyotes needed an elite goal scorer because um, that's one of the biggest roster needs is a, an elite goal scorer. So I think Cole Caulfield was a great pick. Yeah, I'm sorry, Richie. And if any of you listened to um, our – we went on another podcast and were, was – talking about the coyotes and it was before the draft and we were um what what is it called a hungry hockey hungry for hockey talk right Mm -hmm. um we were on that podcast so if you want to listen to that but it was coming up it was talking about you know who we were looking for the coyotes to draft and in that richie explained how much he liked cole caulfield and how he was looking forward to him and was didn't think he would still be around by the time we came to pick, but he was hoping he would be. And so, of course, Richie, <laughs> when he hears that they traded up, he's like all kinds of excited. And then, you know, per the usual, he gets his entire heart and soul um, crashed at one single moment. And it, I'm not, you shouldn't be surprised anymore. There is a whole nother world that Chaika <laughs> lives in. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the way that John Chaika thinks about things is so robotic and strategic that I just don't think anyone can possibly think of it in this, the same way that he does. He just he has some weird little thing that he does in his own mind that's so detailed and 
I don't even know how to like explain it. It's it's like the Matrix. I feel like his, the Matrix is going on in his brain huh. all the time. There's a bunch of little computers uh-huh. that are just sitting there calculating out all of the factors. And if you were to have like a computer look at every bit of stat and detail on these people and pop out what would be... And he also thinks very long-term he never really thinks what does the team need right now i mean he made that very evident with barrett hayton Mm -hmm. because of the fact that a center why Mm -hmm. that was not what the team needed right now so um and i mean again in the situation you needed a person who can finish you needed a winger that was nhl ready now you pick a defenseman. <laughs> and that's the whole thing is he, the way he thinks is such a, it's the new, and I had said this on the other podcast as well. It's a new style that all the GMs are starting to go into now because it's becoming more strategic and it's not as much of, you know, like the old boys club where it's very um, more, more about chemistry and about like, the chumminess of it all, and it's starting to become more businesslike mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah, so we haven't even mentioned who they actually took, which is Victor Soderstrom. Yes. The defenseman out of Sweden. Um, and after the initial the initial shock wore off that John Chica decided to trade up to pick a defenseman. Um I think wore off. I think most Coyotes fans liked the pick and liked Soderstrom. We we put out a, a, a poll on our Instagram page, and I asked I asked, "Are you excited about Victor Soderstrom?" And the votes were ninety three percent yes, which kind of surprised me a little bit. But um, but Victor Soderstrom, I you know doing reading up as much as I can about him over the last last few days and listening to John Chica and the way he described him and some other scouts. Um, he seems to me to be somebody who is going to be at the NHL level very quickly. He is uh, all around kind of 200 foot defenseman plays well in his own zone. He's a puck mover so he can, you know, get the puck up the ice quickly and into the offensive zone on, on transitions he is. He can play on the power play. He can play on the penalty kill, and he's a right shot. He's a right 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 hand shot too, which is, um, as John Chaika alluded to, in the National Hockey League is at a premium. Like it's very very hard to trade for a right shot defenseman, and the Coyotes only have, if you go look at their roster, which is crazy. If I'm not mistaken. I think Ilya Labushkin is the only right shot defenseman on the roster, right now. Um, so I understand what John Chaika is doing here because um, Nick Jarlmerson's getting older. He's not going to be here much longer. Alex Goligoski, you know, he's a, he's getting up there in age two. Both of them only have two years left in their contract, so they're going to have to replenish the defense pretty quickly. And the fact that Victor Soderstrom is pretty damn near NHL ready, as much as Jacob Chickren was a couple of years ago, that's that's big. And uh, he's got some learning to do offensively. He, he didn't put up very many points when he was playing in Sweden. Um, yeah, last year he had four goals and seven points in 44 games. 
Yeah, so he's got some some rounding out to do. Um, John uh, Chica didn't say whether or not you know kind of where he's going to play next year um, because he's coming from overseas. He is eligible to play in the AHL next year, which um, I I think that's where he should play. Um, kind of adjusting back from the European style game to the North American game um, might be a little bit of a transition for him, but it's important for him to kind of get that Coyotes coaching quicker rather than staying over in Sweden or elsewhere where the coaches are different. The style of game is different. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I liked what John Chica did with, with Victor Soderstrom. I think mean, he's, he's going to be a really nice player um, very quickly. Yeah, no, I, I think the choice is he is a very good player. Like I think overall, and I think everyone, once they settled down about it, realized and looked into him, realized that it is a good choice. And I'm, and I was not saying that when I was talking about the way that Chaika thinks and does things, that's necessarily a bad thing. He makes a lot of really good choices. Right. A lot of the draft picks that came um, up through the system that didn't work out were not his picks. So um, I'm what he does is effective. It's just very – it's not your norm. It's mm-hmm. not what you would normally think. And as a fan, I think a lot of times it gets confusing because you just get thrown for a loop because it's very unpredictable. You can't ever really tell which way he's going to go with it. And I think that's why a lot of times – I mean, luckily, <laughs> Coyotes fans have to be very flexible as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of have to be a fan that's willing to be patient and look at it and say, okay, is this decision a good one or a bad one? Let me look more into this before you just assume, because he usually has some grander plan. Mm-hmm. People just don't see it right off the bat. I mean, um, it's almost like he's a super villain. Like, you know, he has <laughs> these like really thought out plans that have some evil genius to them. You just don't realize it in the beginning. And I think that you're right in the fact that Victor Soderstrom is that evil genius plan that is uh-huh. coming to play. Um, and I think he's going to be great. The only thing that I have is just kind of the fact that it doesn't fix any problems that we currently have. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, that's not going to be a problem that's going to go away essentially. Cause I, I just don't see the ability unless there's some big trade to yeah. pick up anyone that's going to fill that that spot. And I don't see Keller being the type of player to to be that person on this team. So it's going to be kind of a problem in the fact that there was not an ability to sc- score enough goals right. last season. And that's still it's great. And, you know, having a a very solid defensive defenseman has been, has been something that this team hasn't really had a a really star one for quite a while. Yeah. I'd say, because I mean, before OEL, it was Yandel. Yandel was a really great offensive Mm -hmm. defenseman, but he, he, they used to call him Baker because he had so many turnovers. (laughs) Like it, it was that's and that's the whole thing is if this could he could potentially end up being the first like really solid well-known 
defensive defenseman on this team in a long time. Yeah. But I, I still think that there is a scoring issue that will still need to be addressed in some way. Yeah. So, um, go, I'm going to go back to the scouting reports because I read one yesterday that was interesting and um, I forget who it was from the athletic put out an article where they looked at the top, you know, 25 prospects in the draft and they asked for comparables um, for the prospects and NHL players now. And the comparable for Soderstrom was Roman Yossi. And Roman Yossi is one, uh, an all-star defenseman for the National Predators. Um, and if they can get Roman Yossi out of Victor Soderstrom, that'd be a huge win. But uh, going back to the offense thing, I read a quote from John Chaika in Craig Morgan's article, actually, a couple days ago. That was interesting. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, I can paraphrase it, but I'd rather read it word for word. And it, and, and you read it, and it's just kind of puzzling because it, it goes kind of against – everything that I think most Coyotes fans um, were kind of are thinking. It was at the bottom of this article. Let me see if I can find it. Really quickly while mm-hmm. you're pulling that up, I, I would like to acknowledge that in these picks, he does seem to get these players that have really good comparisons of who they could be. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Barrett Hayden was the fact that he was automatically compared to Patrice Bergeron mm-hmm. from the bat. And that's the thing that's kind of nice is he does look at these players that have really, for the potential of who they could be, are some really great NHL stars. So it's it, yeah. that is kind of a bright side of all of his picks. Yeah, so let me read this. And then I don't think you've seen this yet, so I want to get your reaction to it here because it's, 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 it's a little funky. It's a little funky. Um, Chaika said at the end of the season that the number one priority in the offseason was adding scoring. That hasn't changed, but he added more nuance to the discussion on Friday. Quote, I don't think it is as desperate as maybe it has been made out to be, he said. Christian Dvorak only played 20 games. Nick Schmaltz played 17 games. Alex Galchenyuk missed training camp and some games. And Clinton Keller had a down year, and we expect him to bounce back. Yeah, I'd like to add scoring, but I don't think it's a dire need where we have to do two or three things. If there's one or two moves that make us significantly better up front, obviously our odds of making the playoffs go up significantly. So that's still what we're trying to do, but there were no moves for anyone today. So we'll just keep chipping away. Hmm. It's interesting that he doesn't see it as a need. And my biggest thing that I have with that is what – what are you proposing when you're putting up what, what was the save percentage? I, and I'm going to pull this up. When your backup goaltender pulls out the save percentage that, sorry, I'm, I, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, this is the first time that Richie's read that off to me. I hadn't seen that. So I wasn't particularly prepared to talk about this, but when you have, the um, why can't I pull these things up as fast as you do? Uh, because I'm a wizard. I'm Are a... you looking for Darcy Kemper's save percentage? Is yeah. that what you're trying to do? Yes. All right. Let's see who can do it faster. This is this is what happens when you have a podcast. We we just bring it up. Okay, there's Darcy Kemper right there. Here we go. NHL.com. Oh oh and oh. What up? Nine twenty-five save percentage I... with a two thirty-three goals against. You okay? You. 
I got it up before you, but I just made a weird noise as opposed to saying it and you just said it. Um, but what yeah. were you trying to do? Were you like, there's a Google, right? You know, there's a Google and all you have to do I know, is just I Google Googled Darcy Kemper's name. And it's like the first couple things that pop up are okay. hockey reference and NHL.com. Yes, I know. I I'm, uh, I'm on you're, the struggle bus. You're there, a millennial, okay? Corey. You're younger than I am. You, I am you on are, the struggle bus. You are more, you're supposed to be more used to these technological things than I am. I, okay. I. Would you like some coffee? I have some coffee that you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it, Richie. Um, no. Uh, what I was trying to say here before I was on the struggle bus of trying to pull it up. <laughs> is that when you have a backup goaltender that has that a 0.925 now that I have it up I'm just going to keep on repeating it <laughs> uh, save percentage I, I knew it was in there it, I knew it was in the 0.9 range but I just wanted to be exact not give you guys false information um, you know and when you have a goaltender that put a, that's a backup goaltender that put up that type of a save percentage he did, and it was in some games, literally standing on his head. Mm-hmm. So when you have that type of an effort put out by a goaltender, but you have forwards who cannot bury the puck, what does that say? And then to go at the end of the season and say, oh, well, I don't really think that's a concern. Like, I would feel not too great if I was Kemper. Like, well, what else can you do? Like, okay, I've... I, did my part, mm-hmm. but they didn't do theirs. And that's a large reason why we were losing games. And you don't think that's a concern. That's where I would be coming from on this. If I was him, and that just makes me a little bit. It's yeah, it's a little weird, but I think it's kind of part, part and parcel to being a, a general manager to downplay things a lot, a lot of times. So sure. you're, so you're not acting like you're panicking because think about this for a second. If, John Chico was to come out and say, we are desperate to add a scoring winger, right? And and other teams hear that from him. That is true. There's no, no he, the Coyotes have no leverage, right? Because they know that John Chico is desperate. And so that price of any trade that may come up is going to go up. So in a way, again, going back to his weirdness, that's his way of kind of playing politics in a way and playing, playing the game. Because I, I think um, – I don't think they're going to be very active in free agency at all. I think, if anything, they're going to sign – you know, like they did with Michael Grabner last year, right, where they got out and they got him at a really, a really great price. Most of this team, if you go back and look at – and I put this in my article last, last – or, um, you know, a couple of days ago for, for FoxSports910.com – you go and look at a lot of this roster, and a lot of this roster was acquired through off-season trades. And it's Antti Ranta, it's um, Derek Stepan, it's Alex Goligoski, it's Nick Jalmerson, it's uh, Jason Demers, right? All of those, all of those players were acquired in off-season trades. So um, Chaika's he's going to add more scoring to this team. I think it'd be mismanagement on a really bad level if they just went into the next season with with essentially the same roster yes well and i i think that is actually a really good point that you made because it is very true the last thing you want to seem is desperate 
because then you're at a point where no one is going to no one's going to basically argue it out with you because they think that you're desperate and you just need something and you never want to appear desperate because and that and that for our uh, listeners out there that goes for everything in life that means in in dating in jobs in literally anything you never want to look desperate mm-hmm. because it just n- no one ever uh the only the only thing anyone ever takes that any the only thing people do when they see desperation is take pity or take advantage mm-hmm. and this team does not need pity or to be taken advantage of mm. and i mean in general this team is going in a good direction i mean it's been going in a good direction for the past few years it's always been developing for the mm-hmm. past five so it's essentially going in a great direction but it's going they're going to need that goal scoring ability yeah and we had kind of said on the other podcast that we were on that we don't particularly see keller as being that insane goal scorer you know we don't we see him more as like a solid number two Mm -hmm. and so they really genuinely do need that one person i don't think that's going to happen so instead it needs to be a lot of supplementing and they there are certain people that did as he had said in the quote did show up this year and there was a lot of injuries as well mm-hmm. that kind of hindered some people and he didn't even mention michael grabner being out too on top of that and yes and that was probably another 10 or 12 goals you were missing out on with him and his eye injury too mm-hmm. so it's got it's got to be the consistency of everyone has to contribute the only way that this is going to work is if everyone comes in prepared to contribute, prepared to be in the slot when they need to be, crash the net when they need to, and to constantly be rebounding pucks to be put mm-hmm. in the net. And that's the only way that this team is going to get to the point where they have the enough uh, goal scoring in order to be at the competitive level that they want to be and to actually get over that hump of getting into the playoffs. Cause I would love to have another whiteout. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I miss it quite a bit. So yeah, let us know what you think about uh, the Coyotes draft and how they did. We didn't get to the rest of the players, but I mean, there's not a lot to say about the rest of the players. Right. Uh, I would. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not too much to say other than the fact that once again, Coyotes, draft picks are uh size wise are very small which i think is something that we should bring up and point out Mm -hmm. in the fact that this team has always been a smaller team and they're uh also a grinding team and grinding and small don't always mesh very well so um that should be interesting to see actually where that goes as well right yeah so let us know what you think um at Corey underscore richie show and whatnot you know where to find us let us know um so we've been yeah as we do jesus we've been yapping for so long um we've teased the big announcement should we do the big announcement now yes i'm trying i'm trying to decide if i can do a drum roll without the sounding atrocious we're gonna have a new home coming up in in the fall 
Yes, we are going to be joining the Hockey Podcast Network, and we will be a part of essentially a giant channel of just hockey podcasts each Team has a podcast. We are obviously the Blackhawks one. Just kidding. We- <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, we get to talk about Dylan Strom all the time. Oh, that's, that's exciting. Richie's favorite thing to talk about. Oh, don't you miss him. Um, but, yes, so we will obviously be the Coyotes one. Um we are very excited to be a part of it. We're so glad that they found us and decided that um, Sporty and the Sporty Nation were worthy of being in their uh, new network. And we're just really excited to be a part of a big, giant hockey family. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it officially is going to launch in October. So, um, with the season, so yes, exactly. So, um, a lot, still a lot of things in the works behind the scenes. We'll keep you updated and whatnot and on exactly where you're going to be able to find us, um, on online on your podcast apps, whatever. We'll let you know when we get to that, but uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, we're pretty much going to be all, all in all Arizona Coyotes podcast, which is pretty much what we were anyway, but uh, we still might pop on and talk about some other Arizona sports if, if it warrants too. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun. We're, we're still keeping the sporty branding, by the way, we're not changing the name. We're not, you're going to, it's going to sound exactly, it's going to be pretty much exactly the same show. Um, but the only difference is that I'm going to drink three coffees before every show. So yeah, that still isn't a very new. He still had a ton of caffeine for our other shows. <laughs> It, it should, in, in the grand scheme of things, it should stay pretty normal. I mean, it's just a new place that we're being housed. It's It means that um, it's every once every week, right? At least once every week, maybe more. Yeah. Maybe more, you never know. So it's once every week about hockey for sure. And then, you know, we'll still come on sometimes and talk about other stuff. When- other random crap. We spent the first 15 minutes of this show talking about God knows what. So yeah, we didn't talk about sports until 15 minutes into the show. Exactly. So, you know, you'll still have our, uh, our wonderful talks about other stuff. And like always, if you ever want us to talk about something that you, um, you feel like isn't getting covered enough here, or you're just really wanting to hear our opinion on it. You are always more than welcome to, you know, tell us on social media that you want us to talk about something. We also will be, uh, it's a podcast network, so we'll be doing a lot more podcasts. We'll be doing it uh, like this more often, um, but occasionally we'll still be doing um, web shows whenever we feel mm-hmm. like putting our gorgeous faces out there. And Yeah, uh, I'm not wearing pants right now. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the beauty of not doing a a uh what video not doing a video don't have to wear pants yeah we're just we're just sitting at my kitchen table <laughs> recording this it's it's kind of beautiful in a way so it's uh, you know it's nice to be able and it gives us the ability to get more content out to you guys so that'll be nice too but yeah nothing will be too insanely different but we will have 
hockey once a week, coyotes talk, anything and everything. And uh, yeah, we'll still be doing all of our little other stuff whenever we feel like it, whenever something crazy or crazy cool happens. I hope it's the latter, but um, yeah. And Richie, are you uh, wanting to give some social media pump to the Hockey Podcast Network? Yeah, so you can follow the network on the Twitter machine. On the Twitter machine. Uh At HockeyPodNet. At HockeyPodNet. And uh, the boys will be updating that with all the information as far as when we're going to fully launch the network. Um, uh, I think they have some giveaways planned, some... uh, some good stuff happening uh, all across the summer before we officially launch in October. So uh, we're excited. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll it'll be great. We're really excited about it. We're excited to uh, expand our little family here and get into some great stuff. And you will uh, be getting to hear a lot more of us. So we've been doing a bunch of little plans on all this in the background for a while now. So now that it's all finally starting to come through. We will be more consistently around and you'll get to hear beautiful voices at least once a week. Yep. Uh, so we always usually end the show with um, Dick of the Week, but we decided to uh, combine Corey's Corner and Dick of the Week this week to end the show. Um Corey, I'll, I will let you explain. So we decided to combine it because of the fact that, well, I mean, I guess I should probably start with some background information. So if you weren't already aware, the Coyotes are under new ownership now. Alex Morello, am I saying his name correctly? Close enough. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. It's, um, but... I, I feel like Paul Bissonnette right now. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing words correctly. Um, but I um, basically, it's under new ownership and this time by a billionaire. He um, is a Cuban American. He uh, lives in, I think, yeah, he lives in Los Angeles from New York. He had a tuxedo business and then, you know, one pizza there's a whole story behind him you can read up on him he's got an entire wikipedia page if you feel like looking (laughs) at it um and i mean he owns a little bit of everything including a random island that is basically only used for um farming and that type of stuff so you know if you've got the money that where you can just buy a random island I think that is uh, someone that we need to be funding this team. (laughs) So um, we're excited about that. And though it's difficult because it's a very exciting time. And, oh, and he has, what is it, 95% and then Barraway still has 5% or something like that? That's correct. And so um, as much as we would like to be excited... The um, internet trolls that always love to troll the coyotes, I feel like, is is a constant because, I don't know, we're, we've been the easy target for years, I guess, and people 
just always come back. So we decided we're going to combine our Corey's Corner and Dick of the Week because of the fact that um, usually mine is a rant about people doing something stupid or pointing something out and uh, making a statement. And yours is always about someone being a dick. (laughs) And um, hence the Dick of the Week. So um, I really thought that this one was really good to be combined because we needed a social justice moment (laughs) and to point out some dicks. So we combined our, our two segments today to completely hate on the people who, of course, during a beautiful moment like this, want to always say, oh, so when's the team moving? Are they moving to Houston? Houston doesn't need a hockey team, okay? It just, it's not needed. And in the end of it all, the Coyotes have a home here and they should always have a home here. Can we stop throwing that crap around? If there's anything that the Coyotes need, it's a new arena, not a new state. And no, we will never share the team with anyone either. This whole, I don't want anyone also coming up with ideas after the uh, whole, you know, partly Florida, partly Canada thing going Mm. on in baseball. Um, I don't want that to be coming back either because I could just see that becoming their new thing is that we would share it with Houston or something that that's preposterous, but, um, yeah, we just kind of wanted to come on to give a little rant and a little, um, calling all of you haters out there dicks because, uh, we're tired of it get a new shtick because it's old and we don't like it. I concur. Oh, wow. He usually gets angry at all of his dick yeah, of the weeks. Yeah, no, I mean, you said everything I would have said, so I don't have anything to add. Okay, well, thank you. I'm trying to be nice once in a while. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Richie. I just, I, I your calmness about this whole situation is... It's like you're turning over a new leaf here. You're so zen. <laughs> I am for the coffee that you gave me. Mm, what did yes. you put in here? Put in like a Oh, a you, you, you don't even want to know. <laughs> you laced it with uh, uh, marijuana? No, I, I put some I I put some of my uh, stress relief gummies in your in your coffee. Just melted them right down. Okay. No, there actually is such a thing as stress release, re- relief gummies, but no, I didn't do anything to your coffee. Probably just doesn't have enough caffeine in it to get you all wired. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is way too oddly quiet over here. So on that note, I am going to say thank you all for listening in to um, our, I, I guess we keep on doing this, but our we're back episode of... Uh, <laughs> Of sporty with Corey and Richie Suave, and uh, we are so excited for this new chapter and can't wait to spend it with you guys. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Uh, let us know on social what if you're excited about it and uh, what you hope will come from it. Yeah, and uh, let me know, please agree with me that AirPods are douchey. Oh, no, please. I actually, I may end up putting that poll out on ours as well, mm. just because I want 
it to go my way. So vote my way on that when I do. See you, Sporty Nation. Good night and good hockey, everybody.